These days, it's common wisdom that buzzwords and jargon are the enemy of connection. No, sometimes. But that's not always true. Join us for our quick take on this issue. Episode 290 of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. And welcome, everyone. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And sitting right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, everybody. It's great to have you with us. And as always, our purpose here is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas that can help visionary leaders accelerate themselves, along with their companies, to their next level of game-changing innovation, transformation, and growth. Now, as many CEOs tell us, one of the biggest challenges of leadership is engaging with different individuals and groups in ways that foster connection. For instance, some people may be excited by the phrase game-changing growth, but others may see it as jargon and get turned off. But by the same token, we all tend to have our own buzzwords and jargon that we use very naturally. That's true. In fact, back in 2022, there was an opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal called Guess My Job. Remember that? Yes, I do. The author, Andy Kessler, describes a cocktail party game where he goes around and listens to people talking. And he guesses what occupation they have by the words they're using. Okay, sure. It's funny, but his point is that there's all kinds of jargon and buzzwords that people in every occupation use. So if we're naturally drawn to communicating like this, how can we do it in a way where we're mutually connecting instead of distancing? That's what we're talking about in this quick take. Okay, so let's dig a little deeper on this. What's one reason that jargon is so widespread? Well, the first reason is habit. Okay. So just as certain substances can be addictive, we become addicted to words like maximize and proactive and phrases like user experience because this language constantly bombards us in our companies and in our industries. So we hear it and we hear it and we hear it and we start repeating it. All right. Mm -hmm. In fact, some words that used to be jargon can become so common that they become part of the regular English language. Blog is now an actual Scrabble word. (laughs) Okay. So what's another reason that jargon is so common, even though people revile it? We do it to draw boundaries between us And them. Ah, yeah, I can understand that. For instance, when I was leading innovation in my corporate career, uh, we would often talk about design thinking. Mm -hmm. Now, many of you listening may know what that means, but some of you don't. It's a process for figuring out what people really need and coming up with means of satisfying that need. But if you try to say design thinking to people who don't understand it, Their eyeballs can start rolling. It can really be alienating. Mm -hmm. But in the right context, it can provide a sense of joint understanding and belonging. Sure, it's a shorthand. Now, 
there's one more reason that people use jargon and buzzwords, right? That's right. Getting to the point. For instance, if we had to speak plainly about the buzzword freemiums, it would take up a lot of space. Okay. The Cambridge Dictionary defines freemium as a way of charging for a product or service in which the basic product or service is free, but the customer pays for extra features. Okay, that's 25 words. Okay. Can you imagine saying that every time that you were trying to get that idea across? No, no, I can't. You know, used with the right people in the right way, freemium makes perfect sense. It saves a lot of time. If we can accept that there are good reasons for why we use these words, we can see that they're a valid language of their own. So rather than vilifying these buzzwords, maybe it's time to think about how we can better use them and apply them so that they can unite rather than alienate others. So let's talk about some immediately useful ideas for doing that. What's the first good idea? Make sure that people who need to know these words understand them and the phrases and what they mean and their intent and that there's a consistent definition. Ah. So for instance, in one company I was working with, everybody was running around talking about ASAP, ASAP this, ASAP that. And I finally said, what do you mean by ASAP? <laughs> and everybody had a different definition. You can guess. Yeah. One was as soon as possible. What did that mean? Mm, when you got around to it. Uh-huh. As soon as possible, drop everything. Do it right now. As soon as possible. Yesterday, if possible. Oh, my. It isn't. So the, the point is that if you're going to use jargon, there has to be a universal understanding. Otherwise, you've got all kinds of chaos going on. So what we're getting at is that we have to understand each other. It can save a lot of time, reduce misunderstandings, minimize missed goals, and maximize productivity. What's the second useful idea? Use words in context to make a point in a way that no other words can do. Why do we say, for instance, accelerating momentum for innovation, transformation, and game-changing growth? Our very own phrase. Yeah, well, it's because we're using this language in the context of the rapidly changing world where you can't wait, you have to move. And it requires not just change, but true transformation to keep adding new value in the world. Okay, so what's the third useful idea? Limit their use so they don't become overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Because if you're using a constant stream of jargon or buzzwords, it's really hard to digest them. Yeah. But if we use specialty words sparingly, the meaning and the intent can get through. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Any final thoughts on this topic? While jargon and buzzwords can be the enemy of connection, this doesn't have to necessarily be the case. They can be valuable if they're used in a way where there's mutual respect and understanding about the context, meaning, and intent behind the words. Thanks, Pam. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. If you're enjoying listening to this podcast, spread the good word. Open Growth Igniters Radio on whatever podcast app you use and write a review. 
And to contact us, get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, go to growthignitersradio.com. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team. What can we do starting today to ensure that we mindfully use the language of buzzwords and jargon with the intention of connection? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.